ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Psy Effect, a show that deals with hot topics from all directions. And now, introducing the funny, the talented, the charismatic, the captivating, the woman who tells it like it is, your host, I am Psy. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Psy Effect Radio Show. I am your host, Psy. I know you could have been anywhere else in Cyber World, but you chose to hang out with your girl, and for that, I thank you. Today's special guest, I'm so excited, as I'm always excited about everyone that has appeared on the Psy Effect Radio Show, but today's special guest is New York Times best-selling author, Zane. Zane is not only a publisher, but she has written more than a dozen books and sold millions worldwide. She's a recipient of the NAACP Image and Publisher of Note Award. Zane has also been the Black Expression Book of the Year winner three times and the Blackboard Erotic Book of the Year twice. Today, Zane has joined the Psy Effect Radio Show to discuss not only her accomplishments, but how she discovered her love for writing and provide advice and much, much, much more. So keep it locked. I'll be right back with Zane right after this song, It's Real, by indie artist Miss Tony Hill, who has also appeared on the Psy Effect Radio Show. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is Zane, and you're listening to the Psy Effect Radio Show.
says, John Witherspoon, bang, 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 bang. Don't nobody go to the bathroom for the next 35 or 45 minutes. Yeah, boy. You're listening to the Sci-Effect Radio Show. Tune in to the Sci-Effect Radio Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your hot topics, hot interviews, and hot music. Go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Sci-Effect Radio Show. See you there. Welcome to the Sci-Effect Radio Show, Zane. Oh, thank you for having me. Where did the name Zane come from? Does it mean anything? <laughs> it actually means God's precious gift. But when I chose the name, um, it wasn't intentional. I mean, I started using it as internet chat room name, but I had mm-hmm. no idea at that time that I would actually end up being known as Zane. <laughs> I wow. didn't go any further than a chat room, to be honest. What was your profession, your occupation, prior to becoming an author? I was in sales. I was a sales okay. manager. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what what transitioned you from sales management to writing? Well, what happened is I started just as a joke writing some stories over the Internet for three years, actually. and. Mm-hmm. I um, had publishers coming after me trying to cut me book deals, and there were rumors going around that I had a book out, and I finally just decided to put a book out and see what would happen, and now I'm up to book 27. So. Wow. <laughs> and what kind of happened, which is, and what year was that? Yeah, My book came saying. out. I started doing the stuff on the Internet in November of 97. My first book came out in May of 2000 which is the Sex Chronicle, Shattering the Myth. How many uh, books have you sold worldwide? I know you're a number one New York bestseller. Mm-hmm. So do you know um, how many? Over 5 million. Wow. Over That's 5 crazy. million is the official number. <laughs> wow. When you, you start writing a book, how long mm-hmm. does it take you to finish it from start to finish? It varies. The shortest time has been 10 days, the longest time as I'm still working on it. And it's been 15 years. I mean, there's wow. no, I don't sit down and say, you know, I'm going to spend the next however many days writing a book. That's not how it works for me. I often will write part of a book and put it aside for several years and then go back mm-hmm. and finish it. In fact, that's what I do most of the time. Believe me, even though I have so many books out, I really never rush a book. Um, sometimes it just comes out of me really quickly, and other times it could be I have the premise of a book, and I might write half of it, and which such was the case with Afterburn, and I sat that book aside for about three years and then came back and finished it really quickly because I started, breathing, you know, living and breathing it again. Mm-hmm. So for me, my process really depends on how, how, how it takes me to live and breathe something. The only thing that I really write on deadline, to be honest with you, is script, because that's mm-hmm. something totally different because... I have a shooting schedule I have to adhere to. <laughs> so that's right. Something, right. You know, totally different. But outside of that, writing books, you know, I just, you know, take my time. Do you have a particular place or a location that you like to do your writing? No, not a specific location. No, I write all over. What's the most frustrating issue you've encountered 
within your profession as an author? I guess I'm just very unique because I never get frustrated when it comes to writing. I think the only thing that my biggest issue is just finding the time to write, Mm -hmm. but that would be my biggest issue. I mean, as far as publishing, I've never had a problem with my publisher. Um, They never question anything I write. And Mm -hmm. as a publisher myself, um, you know, I'm pretty much the same way um, with my authors. So I really don't have any... um, major issues because I really have constructed my career exactly the way that I wanted it from the beginning. I went with the publisher that I felt that was my biggest deciding factor. It had nothing to do with money, as a matter of fact. I Mm -hmm. went with the publisher that I felt understood me, and I I took the right shot. I was absolutely right. (laughs) And no matter how many books I want to put out or what I want the books to be about, I've never had an issue ever once. So um, I'm very cautious about making decisions, and it works because I haven't had any issues. (laughs) Okay, okay. Now, as a publisher, I'm sure you probably get a lot of writers asking for advice and looking to be published. What advice would you give writers that are looking for a publisher? Well, the most important thing is for them to actually finish a book. Most publishers and agents are not going to deal with a first-time writer who doesn't have a completed project for numerous reasons, the main one being that a lot of people say that they're writing a book and never completed. Even a lot of seasoned writers have issues, you know, turning in their books and stuff. So that's A. But once they complete a book, they need to make sure that it's properly edited and that they have really put a lot of time and effort into not only getting the story out of them, but making sure that it's in the best possible shape, period, because people can tell when they receive a submission whether someone is serious about their writing career or not. And Mm -hmm. as a publisher, I have, quite frankly, stopped even picking up writers that I don't think are serious about building a career. There are a lot of people that just want to put a book out and say, oh, I have a book out. I prefer to concentrate on those authors who take it very seriously, are always Mm -hmm. trying to hone their craft, and want to go long-term. And because of that, I have several authors that have written, you know, nearly 10 books, and one is on book number, like, 21 that I published. So that is um, very, very important. Because most publishers are not looking to put out one book by one, you know, by a person. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they want to, because they understand that it's a game of numbers and you're not going to be able, it's very rare that you will have a best-selling author with one book. And even if that author becomes the best-selling author with one book, no publisher in their right mind will want that to happen and then not have something to follow it up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the value in books, is that if somebody's backlist, if you build up an author's career and their backlist sells well, then you're constantly making money off of the books. Like, I still make money off of my very first book. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that's been over 10 years, 12 years ago at this point, but I still make money off books that came out 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's the ideal thing um, that publishers are looking for. They want to build a career. Do you have a creative process? or an outline that you work with when writing your books? Very rarely do I work by an outline. I pretty much um, create the characters in my head and have a general idea of what the storyline is going to be and pretty much just play it out as I'm writing. I almost play it out like I'm watching a movie myself. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do do it a bit different um, when writing scripts because that's a totally different issue. <laughs> but when right. writing the book, I kind of just go with the flow. It's very, I've only outlined, I think I outlined Total Sips of the Heart and maybe The Heat Seekers. But outside of that, I really don't outline my books. How do you come up with the names for your characters? It varies. They just kind of come to me. Um, wow. I don't really have like a detailed process for coming up with names. I kind of know what the character, who the character is going to be. So I kind of come up with a name that would fit that person's, you know, character traits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever experienced writer's block? If so, how do you get out of that mode, and what advice would you give other writers that are experiencing writer's block? Well, I always suggest that they write something else <laughs> and mm-hmm. then come back to it. what I was saying before. You know, I do that all the time as far as abandoning a book and then, um, you know, coming back to it. So, I mean, and I know that Stephen King recommended the same thing. I mean, I can't, I personally can't write anything unless I'm really feeling it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not feeling it, I can't write it. So I often just write about what I do feel, what I am feeling. That's fair. That's fair. And it makes a lot of sense because you get to clear your head and Mm -hmm. go back to it and exhale. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about the new book? Oh, yes. My new book is called Z-Rated Chocolate Flavor 3. Mm-hmm. And it is a compilation of 27 stories written by myself and other authors, including my biological son, um, whose first story is in there. He has the first story in there called Come See a Man About a Horse, and mm-hmm. his name is Xander. And he's currently working on his first novel. Um, it's a very hot collection of stories, very diverse, written by people of all different nationalities and from all different cultures. And mm-hmm. as always, I try to find a very interesting mix of them to put together. And I think that Chocolate Flavor 3 Z-Rated actually is probably one of my best compilations to date. Nice, nice. I have a couple of your books, um, Purple Panties, Dear G-Spot, Sky, Skyscrapers, and as I mentioned earlier, The Hot Box. I think I have three more around here. I have... A- so many books by you. Now, which ones are your favorite books? You mentioned um, Z-Rated is probably one of your best. Which book that you've done in the past is one of your all-time favorites? I love all my books, to be honest. I mean, all of my books, when I set out to complete them, I had a purpose in mind when I started out, and I would never let a book come out unless I felt I had met the purpose I had in mind. My mm-hmm. favorite book is always whatever book I'm currently writing, such as the case now, because that's what whatever I'm always the most caught up in. I'm the most engaged. You know, right. I'm living and breathing that at the moment. So um, when I work on something, I'm completely, you know, enthralled. And it's not that I don't, you know, like my prior books or anything. I can describe all of them from the first page to the last page. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they're kind of things that I, have let go of. For example, Z-Rated just came out. That's book number 27. Number 28 comes out November 20th. Number 29 is already completed. It's called Busy Bodies. It comes out next August. So even before Busy Bodies comes out, I'll have two more books, at least two more books come out that I'm working on now. So by the time a book comes out, I'm at least, you know, two or three books. (laughs) Yeah. Beyond that, I've let go of it, you know, and I'm like, 
two or three books beyond that before the book even comes out. Wow. Are there any characters in your books that you are most close to, your personality, your vein? I'm a combination of them. I think that there's a part of me in pretty much every character in my books, at least the female ones. Mm -hmm. I am definitely not one specific character, no. I mean, if I had to make up a cocktail of myself, Mm -hmm. I would say that I'm a combination of um, Rain from Afterburn, Brooke from Total Eclipse of the Heart, Milena from The Hot Box, and... Let's see, who's up in probably, well, it's, it's quite a bit, Tempest from the Heat Seekers, <laughs> and Bryce from Shame on it all. I mean, I mean, literally, you would have to put together a big, you know, um, collage of a lot of my characters to get to me. But, I mean, you know, obviously, just like any writer, for me to write about particular stuff, it has to be something that I'm actually feeling or passionate about in order for me to write, at least in my case, that's the case. Why you never read stories by me where a woman is just really um, totally being degraded or doesn't mm-hmm. you know, feel empowered and all that stuff, because that's not the life that I lead. Right. If that was the life right. that I led, then that would, that would be what my books would be about. And that's what I like most about your books, because they're never, ever degrading, ever. And I I love as a woman of color for you to put, because you have the choice of putting out, you know, what you choose to put out. And I love that about your book. I love it. Now, now, where can everyone go to check out the book tour? Well, I actually just finished my current tour for the most part. I only have a couple more, um, actually at this point, one more engagement coming up um, this year, because this is the time of year well, I actually go into hibernation and mm-hmm. do all and do the majority of my writing. So I have um, several scripts and books and stuff that I need to um, knock out. So my tour actually officially ended on um, Tuesday when I came back from the Cayman Islands. Okay. I did a signing there on, on Monday. Okay. <laughs> I have a new um, TV series premiering in January um, okay. on Cinemax called Zane's The Jump Off. So I'm quite sure that I will be going out and doing certain things to promote that. But as nice. now, yeah, I've gone into my, what I call my writing hibernation mode. <laughs> that was actually the question I was going to ask you. Do you actually go into this morph where you don't do anything but write? You just, okay, I'm going to go write. Yeah. I'll see y'all later. Yeah, that writing and publishing, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm I'm actually probably going to slow down, though, on doing a lot of um, public appearances for a while because I didn't for, like, the first four or five years. And that mm-hmm. worked really well for me as far as being effective with getting the most done. Right. Yeah, it's really hard to be productive when you're waking up in a different city every day. You yeah, know, really I completely hard. agree. And see, that's mm-hmm. the thing. When I discovered you years ago, it was just normal for me to research and get more information about you, about this author that I fell in love with. I wanted to know more. The only thing I could find was that you were recently divorced, and that was it. And I'm like, okay, she is seriously hiding. Why is she hiding? I want to know more. Well, it's not a matter of hiding. It's just a matter of I don't feel like um, my personal life has anything to do with my book. 
Completely and agree. A lot of people, um, you know, put all their business out and all that kind of stuff. You are known as an erotic author. Do you mm-hmm. plan on doing any other types of writing, suspense, um, anything of that sort? Yes, and I actually have, but but on the people can't see that. That I actually have um, the book that I won the NAACP award for actually had absolutely nothing to do with sex. It was about domestic abuse, and in fact, in, in particular, the effect it has on children in those relationships. It was called Breaking the Cycle, and it's actually mm-hmm. used in many domestic violence support groups and inside women's prisons and stuff like that. Um, but I am actually um, going to write a young adult series. And, um, yeah, so the answer to that question is absolutely. Yeah. I do write other things, and I will continue to write other things. Well, I'm definitely going and to check out. Some of my books now are not, you know, like, for example, Toga Cooks of the Heart and Afterburn are definitely not erotic novels. They're contemporary mm-hmm. romance novels. And they don't mm-hmm. have any more sex in them than they have any other you know, a uh, romance novel. And even if she took the sex out of most of my books, she would still have a complete story. Right, um, right. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, that's just the stigma that's, you know, been attached to me. And I'm fine with it, but that's not actually the case. Okay. <laughs> what are Zane's pet peeves? Well, my pet peeves are people that really, well, first of all, bad drivers, and secondly, people who are not compassionate towards the plights of other people. That is mm-hmm. my biggest pet peeve. Um, but I don't have, like, a long, long list of them. But if I had to pick one, I would say bad drivers. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're doing television. You're doing film. You're writing scripts. How would some people out there that are actors or other writers, producers, directors, and so forth, would be able to get in contact with you to be a part of your projects or even audition for the projects? Well, as far as actors and actresses, if they are really serious about their career, they would have an agent um, Mm -hmm. who would be privy to casting calls and all that kind of stuff. I don't myself set people up for auditions and stuff. I always have a casting director. For Mm -hmm. example, for my latest show, Twinkie Bird was my casting director, and she casted everything from Sparkle that just came out to Notorious and Jumping the Broom and all that kind of stuff. So when she puts out a casting call, it's pretty widespread. So if they are in the industry, but I myself don't want to be overwhelmed with people sending me. Yes, (laughs) Um, yes. Um, As far as writers, it's pretty much the same thing. I have a publishing director, Charmaine Parker, and her email is just straywarbooks at AOL.com, S-T-R-E-B as in boy, O-R, books at AOL.com. She is the one person that they need to contact in regards to a publishing um, situation. While she and I work in conjunction with making final decisions, the worst thing somebody could do is send something to me because I have 7,000 emails right now in my box. Wow. So if they really want to get this stuff lost in the mix, <laughs> that's it the worst possible thing. I'm just being honest. That's the worst possible thing that they could do is try to send me something. Zane, I want to thank you again. I appreciate you. You're very welcome. 
thank you all, and I do appreciate you all tuning in. I do hope you enjoyed my interview with Zane. You can follow us all on Twitter. I am Cy on Twitter, Planet Zane on Twitter. And if you would like to follow the Indie Artist of the Week, she is Miss Tony Hill on Twitter. You can catch me here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Cy Effect Radio Show. Until next time, continue to spread peace and love. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, the Psy Effect fan page. Also, I am Psy on Twitter. So tune in next time on the Psy Effect.